Inner Circle is a live group coaching program that Jeff and I are launching. It starts June 6th, and it's a very small group. We limit the amount of seats, and you guys can join if you are members already of the Green to Graduate or the Leash Reactivity programs. We will help you go a little bit deeper into your training. Um, we'll help you troubleshoot any things you might be struggling with if you are. Um, we will help you kind of just get over those last little speed bumps or hurdles that you might be encountering. And it's all live weekly and you submit videos. We watch you train live. We help you with anything really. Right. Um, it's kind of a one of a kind experience. It's different than a zoom room because we can see you and we'll actually give you homework and we will make sure you're progressing versus just telling you what to do. And then you run with it. We're actually going to check in with you for four right. weeks and right. make sure things are going the way they should be. Yeah, so, good. hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey guys, how are you? It's Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joelle for the What Would Jeff Do show. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. Excellent, excellent. A lot of rain today off mm, and on. I'm studying hard on getting my boating license today. Two chapters away, acing it. That's good. That's good. It's exciting. So um, this is a Q&A show. You'll type in a question and um, Joelle will read it and I will answer it. And we stream live on Facebook and on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can do something called Top Chat. And Top Chat is a um, you would you can pay, and um, your question goes to the top. A lot of people do it not to just get their question to the top; they just do it because they appreciate all the work we've been doing for them. Um, but you don't have to pay to play. We answer all questions. And um, if you didn't follow us on social media. You might want to make sure you follow our Instagram page and our Facebook page. But a great post went up today for um, a woman who has a Norwegian elk hound and she's on top of a horse and her dog is off leash and she can go horseback riding with her, her dog now. And she never imagined being able to have that dog off leash, let alone next to her horse, let alone riding like that. And, and um, she follows our green to graduate course and it's a great course. I think Joelle is going to put up a link. Yep, she did. Look at that. Just put up a link to that. And um, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. it's really, really exciting. It's exciting. It's, I love hearing I love hearing stuff like that. We do get a lot of testimonials like that. But that was that was moving with a video attached, too. That's always really, really moving. Um, all right. So, Joelle, are you ready to jump into the questions? We don't really have any yet. Oh, there's a little bit of a delay. We filmed the fourth episode of Real Talk with um, Jeff and Joelle, and we did this on um, some business and social media Q&A that we put out on our stories. If you don't follow us on Instagram stories, you want to follow us on Instagram stories. There's a lot of, there's a lot of updates of the, um, the dogs at the facility there. There's you know me talking about stuff. I just did a story right now. Um, so there's a lot of great information that's up there. Um, that you might want to start looking at. Also, we've got a Patreon channel that has exclusive content on it, as well as a Zoom room, which is a video back and forth, you know, Zoom talk. So it's a, a private room for Patreon members, and we do that once a week. Um, and that's fantastic for folks. And that's great because I can speak to them and they can speak to me. So you get a lot more, get a lot more information from, from folks that way. So... Um, that's really, really, I've been liking that a lot. I've been liking that a lot. So, um, what Inner else? circle doors are closing as of June 3rd. So you will have 48 hours left to join the inner circle. Why don't you talk about the inner circle? Inner circle is a live group coaching program that Jeff and I are launching. It starts June 6th. And it's a very small group. We limit the amount of seats and you guys can join if you are members already of the Green to Graduate or the Leash Reactivity programs. We will help you go a little bit deeper into your training. Um, we'll help you troubleshoot any things you might be struggling with if you are. Um, we will help you kind of just get over those last little 
speed bumps or hurdles that you might be encountering. And it's all live weekly. And you submit videos. We watch you train live. We help you with anything, really. Um, It's kind of a -a one-of-a-kind experience. It's different than a Zoom room because we can see you. And we'll actually give you homework. And we will make sure you're progressing versus just telling you what to do. And then you run with it. We're actually going to check in with you for four right. weeks and right. make sure things are going the way they should be. Yeah, so good. I'm going to post the link to it now. Good. Yeah. So that, that, so in zoom, we have live interactive video and then in this new inner circle, but the inner circle is different because there's only going to be eight people there. And um, also it's like, it's, and we only run this every eight to 12 weeks. Right. And so you if submit you don't make yeah. this one. We probably won't be doing it again until September. Right. Right. All righty. Let's jump right into the questions. Okay. And you all put up a lot of links. I did. If you're just tuning in, you want to go back to the beginning of the podcast at any time you're tuning in or, um, and look at, look at the beginning and to see all the links that are there. There's some important links there for you. Jamaica said, Hey, Jay and Jay. Oh, Hey Jamaica. How are you? Laura said, hello, Joelle and Jeff. Hey Laura. Yankee woman, Kim. Hey guys. Wow. I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, do we hear from her every week? No, I mean, she used to be on the show a lot. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I hope she's doing well. Karen, do you feed your dogs a raw diet? We both do, all mm-hmm. of them. Yep, we've been doing raw for a long time. And we do raw, raw. Like, we do, like, oh, yeah. We get, we get pork and we get beef and we get, um, uh, and uh, we're duck neck. We're having a hard time finding down here in Florida, but we've been doing oh, duck necks and duck necks. Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> we, do, we, we do the necks, the neck and the, and the heads together. So, um, you know, the, the neck is connected to the, the head, whatever the song goes. So we do duck heads and we do duck feet, but, um, and then we get liver and kidney and all kinds of beef and pork. And you can do all kinds of things. Yep. All right, next. Hey, I said hello, Joelle and Jeff. But on that note, if you go to solidcaninetraining.com into the shop, there's a great book by Tom on raw food and and also on supplements too for your dog. And it's a fantastic ebook and it's a life changer for you. And and feeding raw, we used to say it's not much more expensive. Mm, Food's gotten expensive. But you know what though? We we buy it in bulk um, and we buy it... um, from wholesalers and um it's worth it just because it's better for your dog because there's most commercial kibble um, i actually don't know of a good commercial kibble out there and i'm not talking about a good marketing department uh, or a good you know in-house scientific department i'm talking about like it's actually good um, um just read labels but if you learn how to read labels you'll know that it's fucking shit next Chad, sheepdog runs across the room and jumps on storm door to go out after the kids and owner. I know the answer. Make running and jumping on the door suck. Got it? Is timing? Well, yeah. So that is the answer. You would use the remote collar on that. The timing, you can do a couple of things. You can do it. uh, First of all, the dog also can break through the storm. door. I mean, a dog can break through a glass window. Let's be real. All right. A dog could literally run through a pane of glass um, and keep going. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a humongous dog. Um, your chihuahua is probably not going to. Um, but but a storm door, easily up that panel can pop out. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have the storm door closed, that could open up. Um, or the dog could hit the latch of a storm door. I mean, dogs could open up latches of normal doors. Um but the timing of it, the first time the dog does it, you can do it right when the dog meets door. And then you can also do it as the dog is running towards the door. And you always mark it with no. And you do. You make it suck. What does that mean? An extremely high level on the remote collar. And a lot of people are like, well, why can't I just do it at like medium high? It's like, we're not cooking a fucking steak here. Okay. It's like... Because I want it to truly suck for your dog. That is why. And all these people that are like, don't train with pain. Well, you know what? You have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Okay? Everybody lives in a world of some sort of mental and physical discomfort. And the the thing about remote cowers is they feel discomfort in the moment and then it's over with. 
it's done with. They rebound extremely, extremely quick. And there's a lot of folks out there that don't believe in using tools, and that is fine. It's 100% up to you how you train your dog, and I'll respect that. But let's talk about your dog's behavior. So if you've got a totally untrained, out-of-control dog, well, and then it becomes my issue because your dog is like running after me or dragging you down the street, which happens, or slips out of its collar and runs at my dog. So now we're talking about now it is my problem. So, or if I come to your house and your dog jumps all over me, now it's affecting me. Your dog's behavior affects me. So next. Let's see, Diane. Hi, what do you do with a dog that has no food drive? Would clicker training be a good alternative? She's a chihuahua. I know, not your usual breed. Well, let's get, let's understand clicker training. First of all, historically clicker and food go together. So a clicker is a marker. So even if you did food training, you still have to use a marker. The food is not the marker. The food is the reward. So positive reinforcement, reward-based training, which we do a ton of, by the way, a ton of. You're marking the behavior and then you're rewarding the dog. So you can use food, you can use physical touch, you can use a toy, you can use a little chin scratch, you can use whatever. But if you're also feeding the dog out of a bowl and then also doing food training, for some dogs, they don't care. They'll eat, I mean, they'll just eat and eat and eat. That's why we have an obesity problem with dogs in this country. But if you're using the dog's daily food as its reward, now you can start building food drive. But just understand how clickers are used. The clicker is not the reward. The clicker is the marker. And then the food is not the marker. The food is the reward. Next. Samantha, hello. I have a two-year-old Cocker Spaniel. I rescued her about six months ago. She has a lot of reactive struggles we were working with with the e-collar. My question is, she also has separation anxiety. When I leave the house, she just barks and barks, even if I just run to the store. I'm worried because I live in an apartment complex. Should I put her in the crate? She sleeps in the crate, so I don't want to ruin the crate for her. Would that happen? Well, you're not going to ruin the crate for her. You're going to be kicked out of the apartment complex. So it's pretty soon you'll be with no, you know, you'll have to either give her to the dog or you'll have to move. So let's just start with that. As far as ruining the crate with her, that's because you're assuming the dogs have a negative association with the crates. Well, you're keeping your dog out of the crate and it's barking in the house. So let's use that math and say, your dog now has a negative association with that whole fucking house, right? If we want to use that philosophy. So, what you do is you get yourself a bark collar. They're under $100. The dog barks. It gives them, yes, it gives them a shock. I call it shock. You can call it any words you want that makes you feel comfortable with. Do not get the water. Do not get the, do not get the citronella sprays, which are actually very abusive because they're cancer-causing. And they actually apply a punisher to the dog for hours, hours at a time. Because the smell stays in the air. The, the, the citronella goes up the dog's nose. Do a nose swipe, it's up there. So what you need to do is put a bark collar on your dog. Also, we've got videos on how to stop separation anxiety. So you can, I'd start with watching those videos, get a bark collar, and then I also do one-on-one consults. Next. Uh, Deanna, I'm so frustrated with my vet clinic and the lack of knowledge how to handle a confident dog. Why, if you tell them what commands to use, in my case, all German commands, and they try English, my dog looks at them like they are crazy. What would Jeff do in this situation? So, Deanna, Plus their energy with them is sorry. so is high pitched. So, Deanna, I saw your question somewhere on social media today. I forget if it was a comment. Do you really think, let's be practical here. Do you really think your vet tech is going to speak in German in the United States of America to your dog? Let's be practical. Let's be practical. So the high-pitched stuff, you can put a kibosh on. Okay? That you can do. You can say, excuse me, my dog does not need love and affection. It does not need 
from you, from the vet tech. It doesn't need any of your food that you bought for, you know, pennies on the dollar because it's crap. But just take the leash and go. But as far as like using a German command, they're probably not going to. And how would they know what Fuß is? How would they know what Platz is? How would they know what Seats is? How would they, like, why, why would they know? Why would they know? That's like saying to you, you know what? We've got to do, do an ACL surgery and the surgeon's out. Do you mind doing it on your own dog, please? And I'm not trying to be a dick. It just comes naturally to me. I don't have to try. So the point being is like, what? You're like full of like piss and vinegar tonight. I don't know what is up Jeff's ass, but <laughs> my God, he's really not an asshole. <laughs> he must just be tired. <laughs> Do you need sleep? Are you cranky? I, I got up at 1.36 a.m. My God. Yeah. Well, that's why they, we had, your, your dog had food prepped in the morning. <laughs> One of the many things I did. So I think that um, you should be a little bit more practical and have minimal expectations. But the high-pitched voice stuff, you um, can put a stop to. Next. Yeah, I tell my vets. I'm like, don't talk to him like that. Yeah. Um, Jamaica, I had someone ask yesterday if my e-collar remote was a vape I constantly have on my lanyard. I hope not everyone thinks that. Well... A vape? A vape? A like big a, yellow vape like a, that? Like a vape pen. Yeah, but it's huge. Well, there's a lot of people that are using vapes now, so tell them it is. Yeah, tell them it is. Say it is, and you're always stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Katrina said, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello, hi, Katrina. Hey, Katrina. How are you? Julie, all those waves. Julie Starn said, hello, hello from Nebraska. Hey, Julie. How are you doing? Love that story about um, you buying that house. That was great. David, good afternoon from Georgia. First time commenter on your live. Jeff, when you talk about working level on the e-collar, I have a 75 pound dog and two of a hundred gets his attention. My question is when I remove the collar, he doesn't mind like he does when the collar is on. What am I doing wrong? It's mainly the recall. You're not doing anything wrong. I mean, it's got nothing to do with working level. So that wasn't a working level question. It's that your dog is collar wise. It's that you, how many reps have you done? And also at the point where have you gone up to a correction level for non-compliance on your, on, your, on your collar? So we have a very specific way we train recall. And all, all the e-collar, all e-collar obedience goes through four stages of e-collar at least. Okay. And in our green to graduate program, which is where it's $197. We're not trying to sell you something here, but it's like, listen, for $197, you can fully off-leash train your dog. So for all the folks out there that are going to crappy dog trainers for $197, you can actually buy this program and do a job oh 10 times God. better. Sorry. <laughs> Truth. For all of so. you who are going to crappy dog trainers. You're like, I'm on a roll tonight. What are you talking about? People go to crappy dog trainers. Okay. Don't they? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're being like... <laughs> You're being more out of line than usual. <laughs> is there such a can that be done? I don't know. Okay, so maybe you're <laughs> maybe being, I'm just like paying attention tonight. Maybe you're being so actually listening to what you're. Why saying. are you being so conservative tonight? You know, so maybe I think I think it's important to understand that like how many reps have you done? Have you done hundreds of reps, and have you gotten up to correction level for non-compliance? Because it, because working level for outdoor recall. Like that stops, like that's like that stops almost rather quickly. Then you have to get up to non-compliance level, which is, and then you've got to get into totally dog says fuck you to you level. So you're not doing anything wrong, but there's a lot of data I'm dismissing that I don't have from you. Next. Jay's currently working out in my living room because my gym was closed today and my dogs are laying in place staring at me like I'm nuts. Mm. Haha, great new distraction level, running, jumping, burpees, push-ups. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joel works out at home all the time. Wes loves to try yep. to be in my business. 
Jamaica dog doesn't like strangers, but loves to approach them off leash and then bark at them when they acknowledge him. <laughs> I always either recall him as I see him wandering toward a stranger right. or out him. Yeah. If I'm, t- I'm not done. If I'm talking to someone and out him, he gets in a single bratty bark at the person before outing. Lately, I'm thinking I'm using obedience when maybe I should be correcting him yeah. for approaching strangers at the very start. Yeah. I don't want him to be scared of strangers when I approach them with him, but I don't know where the rest yeah, is. He won't, sorry, the dog won't be afraid of strangers for correcting the dog to go in. You can train your dog to ignore people. So I, my dogs have been trained to ignore people, but they're not afraid of people. But I'm more concerned about the barking at the stranger because that's going to get you into some trouble next. Nettie, I have a prong caller, but how do you implement that and teach loose leash walking? He learns commands quick. Is there a command he should learn for it to go smoother? No, you can make up, but yeah, broccoli. The command is broccoli. All right. So the command of the day is broccoli. Oh boy, here we now go. you got to do the training. So we're going to use the word broccoli, and we're going to make that meaning to walk nicely on a leash next to you. No word trains the dog. I'm saying it as a point and as a principle because no, I know it's not the word that trains the dog. It's the dog training that trains the dog. So we've got free videos on our YouTube channel. We also have a very affordable program called Walk the Walk. It's $37. I will right. link you. It will teach you the most amazing heal you've ever had right. in your so life. So for all you people out there that are going to crappy dog trainers that can't get a good walk, we have a program for you. Next. Just linked it. Okay, Jason. Hi, I appreciate your info. There are a lot of YouTubers, but I find myself bookmarking your info more and more. Stumbled upon a live stream. Cool. Oh, thank you. I thought there was going to be a question. Thank you so much. Yeah. There's 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 it's funny because a lot of people call me a social media dog trainer and it's like no i'm a real dog trainer that just documents their work hmm. 20 years ten thousand dogs i put it i've put in my dues and and i still do put in my dues i just document my work and i put most of it out there for free and then i do this podcast and i talk about dogs that from experience. That's why I, I sometimes I come across as cocky when it's more about confidence because after 20 years, you've seen every bad pet dog behavior that exists. Next. Let's see. Karen, I have a GSC that I have to muzzle to take to the vet. That's fine. She said, sorry, got cut off. I don't know where the rest is. Yeah, are. Karen, don't worry about it. I, I either muzzle some of my dogs or I will go in and wrap a leash around their snout and I hold their and control their head. Because my vet lets me, you know, handle my own dogs at the vet office. I've got a really cool vet. And frankly, he, he's fine with me doing it. Um, and so there's no shame in muzzling your dog to go to the vet. It's probably the safest thing you can do. Next. Jason, question. I have a six-month-old pup. She knows the basics, great with food, and most times without food now. Good. But she's starting to get defiant at times and is happy to turn it into a game of chase. Does right. this sound normal for a six-monther? I found that going back to treat reminds her more for the drill versus capture and corrections. Do you see this as an okay approach that this is puppy stage? FYI, I'm not correction or tool adverse. So you need to go to, so if you've got a dog that is trained and it sounds like you do, you have to go to correction for non-compliance of a known command philosophy. If you don't, you're going to keep your dog in kindergarten. So it's very, very important that, it's very fair to correct, but now you have to teach your dog what the correction means. So keep the dog on the leash because if your dog is off leash and you correct it, say with the remote, then it could just run away because you freaked it out. Now there is, there's a way to actually co- train the dog remote collar recall. So you can have a dog that has compliance and all of its o- obedience commands, but then when you want to use a remote, it's a whole other philosophy. And it's a process. It's not quick. So just because your dog knows down without a remote, with a remote, it might not know down. You have to still teach it down. You have to teach it the concept of pressure on, pressure off. Next. Chad, got it. I just wasn't sure about when he's on the door or running toward the door. Sounds like either will work. Thanks for your help. Yeah, it will. Just make it suck either way. Suck on the way there or suck when you arrive. Which one do you want? 
Lunelli, puppy goes ballistic around my other dog and will pull, yank, jump, and act crazy. Not sure how to calm him around the other dog. He's only 14 weeks, though. So at 14 weeks old, that's typical. It's nonsense. But believe it or not, you can actually stop it with a bonker. And if you don't know what a bonker is, it's a wrapped up cotton towel. And you will not hurt your dog. You don't use it as forceful as I use it in a lot of my videos on grown adult dogs, but it's a great de-arouser, bad behavior stopper. And you would always say no before any punisher, just like you say yes before any reward. And the dog won't be afraid of the other dogs. The dog won't be afraid of you. And it's just no, and then bonk. And then the dog goes, well, that freaking sucked. And I'm like, yeah, when you get all out of control like that, I don't want you to. Now, there's context to that. When your dog's in the woods at the beach. So my dogs go to the beach every day, sometimes twice a day. And they run in the ocean. This morning, actually, Joelle's got some great video of Wes swimming with manatees. That was wild. It's like 12 feet from shore. It's like, my gosh, what are you going to help clean up the litter on the, on the fucking beach, guys? Um, he was literally in the water with them. Yeah. And then he realized, like, oh, shit, that's an animal. And I had to, like, call him out. I'm like, you cannot chase manatees right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. The manatee chaser. Yeah, he tried. Yep. He's swimming right with those things. It was crazy. Yep. Next. Mm. Rich, Jeff, I have a rigid leather strap that I carry with me on walks. Only had to use once, but people get freaked out. Should I go to the e-collar? Oh, for, on your own dog? Yeah, I, I would use the e-collar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying the rigid strap doesn't work. Today's society, though? I thought you were going to use it on You can still bring the rigid strap for off-leash dogs that chase you. Mm -hmm. Just, like, whack them hard. But on your own dog, let's go to a knee. Let's go to a knee cower. All right? Let's stop using leather straps on our dogs and shock them instead. Be nicer. Next. Karen, he's okay until I walk him inside. I can walk by anybody outside without any reaction. But there's something about a vet's office he can't get past. Oh, the one that's just a muzzle. Got well, it. Don't take it personally. A lot of dogs don't like vet offices. Yeah. So vet offices, there's a dog being put down. There's dead dogs in the back or downstairs. There's a lot of dog, um, owners that are very, very upset. There is a lot of out-of-control dogs there. There are slippery floors there. There's odors that just that smell of fear. Anal glands being blown. So... Don't worry about it. Now, you can role play it. You can make it better, but it's not a true indication of your dog's behavior. Next. And I have a prong collar, but how do you implement that and teach loose leash walking? I already read that one. So we have a 37-hour video that you can get, or you can get a free video. Next. Matt said, oh, I get it. The pet world will make you crazy. Um, no, not the pet world, Matt. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hope everything's going great. Um I haven't talked to you forever or seen you forever. Um, but uh, I think um, I'm got my shit together more now than I've ever had, actually. And I've got more clarity in life than I've ever had. Um, but I think. Um, He's just being sarcastic, Sally, tonight. Oh, but the world can, can make you crazy. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. If you, if you let it. Not me. David, that's why I love y'all's videos. He doesn't hold back. Um, I think. That uh, thank you. I think I'm just speaking the truth. It's true. I'm just speaking the truth. I mean, I, I just think it's a disservice also to to not be honest with 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 people. Next, Katrina. Hi, Jeff and Joel. I'm a Patreon member, and I'm so grateful for everything you do. I took my dog Frank to a baseball game on Friday night for the Hopes and Hounds night. Long story short, 95% of the dogs were pulling on the leash, barking, jumping on tables. Meanwhile, Frank stayed in his place and was such a good boy. Yeah. It felt like all the hard work is finally starting to pay off. I just had to see it with a bunch of bad behaviors around his good behavior. Yeah. Thank you both for everything. You're welcome. Gives you a lot of it gives you a lot of clarity. So that, sure does. I think last week's show I said I can firmly confidently say I think 90% of the dogs out there in this country are not even basically trained. I'm like, Frank just verified that it's 95%. So yep. Next. Ben. Hi, Jeff and Joel. My 10-week-old Springer Spaniel won't stop biting me. I've tried the bonker, and yes, I did it 
very hard, but it's not working. How would you correct her for this, please? Thank you so, so much. So um, you need to find something that your dog doesn't like. So I would, I, would, I would, you can use a squirt bottle. You can take your, take your thumb. 10 weeks old is still pretty young. Yeah, I, I would, I would take my thumb and put it in the dog's mouth and push down and push and push down and and then hold their bottom jaw and you do that but do, never do it out of anger whenever i talk about punishers guys it's like people don't understand what delivering a punisher to a dog actually is think they, they think it's this act of like abuse or this act of in a minimum anger mm-hmm. and i'm never angry at these dogs that i work with or my own at all it's just like it's information. I'm just delivering information to them. That's it. I don't like talk to them in a lower voice or shout at them or puff myself up. I just say no and deliver a consequence. And just like I would say yes and deliver a reward. And I think that we need to start educating ourselves on both sides. I've seen reward-based training go horribly you know, people just, their timing is off and the delivery system of their food is off and just everything is off, you know? And it's just like, you're marking the wrong thing. You actually marked, you mark you marked the dog coming out of a sit. You know what I mean? You marked the dog coming out of the down. You didn't mark the actual correct behavior. So next. The Yankee woman said, Jeff, you are a mess. All capitals. Well, I'm showering and washing my hair tonight. And, um, yeah, the semi clean shirt. No, it's three days old, but I'll put on clean clothes. So tomorrow I'll be spick and span (laughs) tomorrow. Deanna said, so how do I, so do I train him in English for the dumbasses? LOL. (laughs) I gave him the commands. You make me laugh when you get worked up. LOL. So, so hand him a list. Commands for the dumbasses. Yep, you could, you could, you could, no, you could just, you can just train him in English, you know, or you can just train him in English too. So, or just don't even expect the vets to keep up with any of your obedience while you're not there. Right. I'd rather them not completely dilute my commands. Well, I think what it was from her comment this morning was she said to the dog, let's go, and it just didn't move. And then she got frustrated and walked over and picked up the leash and said, foos, and the dog moved. I'm like, I bet you if you would have said let's go and walked, the dog would have still walked with you. Yeah, it just didn't want it to wasn't, go with her. It wasn't the let's go. Yeah. It's more of an owner uh, uh, relationship thing. Next. Nettie said, sorry, I commented on YouTube and Facebook because I wasn't sure which was best. No worries. No worries about it at all. You can't go wrong here. Mm-mm. Heather said, Joelle laughing at you is the best. Yeah, well, if you hung out with us long enough, you can fill up a whole fucking sound library. I don't think I'd laugh at you that much. You'd fill up, you'd fill up the memory on your phone, that's for sure. Mm. Africa said, truth hurts sometimes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, well. Be free dog training says they love your bluntness, too. Yeah, I mean, it's not the, the truth that, I mean, if, if the truth does hurt, that's not the truth that's causing the hurt. That's the thing. It's your own inability. Right. That, that's, like saying, that's like saying traffic jams piss me off i'm like really a bunch of cars just not moving in traffic make well, you angry piss me off but no but it's like that's but there's other people that are like yeah this is part of living here that's why i've got audiobooks that's why i bring actually my laptop or that's why i actually bring a book so I think it's like you can look at things differently for every single person. It's also a great time to work on your patience. You know, next. I mean, if people really want to fucking know what it's like, go to a goddamn third world country and wait in line for food and water. That's true. Okay. Like you want to know what a line is or wait in line at an office to get permission to do something. Next. Veronica, I'm watching you outside right now because my seven-month-old Great Dane won't get out of the car. Just bringing her home from sedation and x-rays. She's normally nervous about jumping out, but I don't want to push her today because she's a little off. Don't laugh at me. Or since you're in a mood, knock yourself out. LOL. So the dog won't get out of the car? She was just sedated, though, like Luke. Is the dog in the fucking car right now? Yeah. 
What are you doing? Writing me, watching the show from the car? Yeah. She is. All right. Well, bring out a sleeping bag and sleep in the fucking car tonight. Let's bring some snacks. Next. Wes is like that, too. He's like weird about jumping when he's under, when he gets out. Yeah, I think dogs jump. know they're unstable. Yeah. Some dogs don't give a shit. They'll fucking jump out and lay on their face. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie, hello from Brazil. Been following every social media for a while. I have a pit bull mix dog that is reactive, excitement, frustration. Prong corrections work for most things, but when he sees dogs, mm-hmm. prong gets him more amped yep, to react. Sure I'm does. Not sure how to stop the behavior. Talk to Raquel. You know Raquel, right? I'm sure she's on the show. She's probably listening. She just hasn't commented yet. Yeah. So, so um, Raquel from Brazil. Yeah. Use 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 Raquel. No, we have a leash reactivity course, and we have free videos on it. So you can. What you need to do is, it could be a timing issue. Tons of you videos. You could be applying the 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 Punisher too late. That's why when I bonk and all the videos that you see, in fact, all those, all those hate compilations of videos with me hitting dogs with a bonker, hitting innocent dogs with bonkers and are lovingly looking at their owners. It's like, yep, that's what they are. Um, it looks like they're doing nothing, but they're loading. There's something called loading. Loading is the precursor to the reactivity or the precursor to a lot of unwanted behaviors. Um, so, uh, that's probably what it, the, issue, the biggest issue is, is a timing issue. Next. Riley, any advice for introducing more exposure to an adult aged dog, steps, etc.? Working through leash activity, heel is pretty strong. Love you guys. So, yeah, we actually did a show on um, how leash reactivity and heel are not even connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which fucks with a lot of people's minds and starts a lot of arguments. And I'm like, trust me, they're not connected. Um and we can give you example after example after example of dogs at no competition level heel, but still are leash reactive and other dogs that walk five feet in front of their owners that are not leash reactive. It's like, what happened? So um, was it, what was the question though? Any advice? On leash reactivity? More, yeah. Any advice for oh, exposure, exposure, exposure. So, you know, you know, go to as many different places as you can. You know, first I would try to get that leash reactivity under control, mm-hmm. but then you start proofing it, you know, in different, different environments. Next. Caitlin. Hey Jeff, do you have any advice for our Belgian Malinois of five years has suddenly turned somewhat aggressive to our one-year-old son? Whoa. We never leave them unattended. We do not let our son roll all over her. He's very respectful of her space. It seems as she's been hunting him, following him everywhere for the last few days, she walks up to him and growls from across the room. Okay. Whoa. You have a problem. All right? You have got a problem. I want that dog kenneled up when that son, your son is out. Okay? You have a problem. I want that dog put up when your kid is out. And I would find somebody that knows how to work with, and it's not because it's a, it's a Malinois. It's because it's a dog. And I would suggest doing a online console with me or somebody that knows how to rehab aggression. Got it? But I'm not going to tell you how to stop that on this show. Even if I was, you know, I keep, it's too long of an answer. I need more information from you. But we're talking about the safety of a child. So that, you know, those, that dog is not to be out of a kennel when your child is out and about. Next. Um, Nettie said, thank you. That's not my final answer, but mm-hmm. that for now, that's what you do next. Well, the whole suddenly thing too, it could be because the, the child he's, is he's born walking. Now. Now, he's he's walking. Now, now he's walking. So now your dog's like, what the hell is that? Right. Right. It's still like, yeah. we, it, it's a, this is a problem. So please do that because I'm saving a, I'm saving a bad face bite and you don't have to get rid of the dog. That's what you hear a lot of. It's like, we don't know. We don't know next mimi you've helped me with my eight-year-old reactive parson russell terrier for the last four years got a puppy of the same breed doing lots of food work with her almost ready for prong two weeks ago she didn't care about other dogs now 14 weeks old growled at a dog in the distance i don't want her to become reactive towards dogs well you can just say no and correct i mean in a 14 week old puppy they growl at a lot of stuff yeah you know what i mean i mean fear stage probably they're, they're just a lot of this, there could be insecurity. It could be, could be a lot of, it could be a lot of things. Just, 
bad communication. Yeah. Next. Kiki, how to stop my dog from running away fast, passing reactive dog on walks. Running away. How to stop my dog from running away fast, pass, fast. Who's reactive? The other dog, though? Fast pacing reactive dogs on walks. Fast passing. I don't know. So trying to get away. Who's from reactive me? and who's running away? How to stop my dog from running away fast pasting. I don't know if that means fast pacing, pacing? reactive dogs on walks. So if you're passing a reactive dog on a walk, your dog speeds up. Which, or tries to get away. Right, which makes sense. Which yeah. would make sense. Well, first start creating space. And secondly, as long as that dog is, you definitely know it's secure behind a real fence, not an underground fence, but a real fence and not necessarily a tie out because dogs can rip tie outs out. Um, they can also slip out of them. It's like, I would use that as we have, we would go after this, we're going on a bike ride um, with our dogs and we'll probably this time of day, oh, there'll be eight or nine dogs out in their yards. They're all behind fences all going nuts we'll film it we'll film maybe if they're out today we'll film it mm. we'll, we'll film how our dogs just walk by them we'll, we'll try by them um next kim i have a 70 pound ast dalmatian swiss shepherd mix who is not timid however freaks out when he sees other dogs i will u-turn and practice distance life is beautiful without dogs for him how would you address this if it were your dog well i, I you know the, the, the unfortunate thing is that the life is beautiful without dogs is great if you don't want to go anywhere with your dog. Yeah. But, but in fact, I think tomorrow during lunch, I don't know how many dogs will be down there, but we're starting a couple of different, you know, projects down here. And I think we're going to be taking our, our three dogs into outdoor cafes to do some filming is a, is a project we're working on. Um, but there, there probably won't be a ton of dogs because, um, it's midweek, uh, but but the the point is is that if you want to bring your dog everywhere, you're gonna see you're gonna see dogs. So number one, if your dog is leash reactive or is you know doesn't um, do well when there's other dogs around, the first thing you do is you you do put a foundation of training on the dog. You stop the leash reactivity, which are two separate things. And then you start exposing the dog to different environmentals. And those could be non-dogs at first, and then eventually dogs. And then you have to learn how to correct the dog for the reactivity. Next. Ben said, thank you so much, Jeff. You're welcome, Ben. Lisa, I agree, Jeff. If I'm angry, I put the dogs up. Yeah, you should have a work with your dog with your, when you're angry. Next. Ben said, why would you not want to use balance training? Well, you know, Ben, I'd like to just call it dog training. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, why would you not want to just use dog training? Because true dog training, true dog training, real dog training gives your dog all the information that they need. It gives them what they need to know to do more of and what they need to know to not do more of. So it's all dog training, but I understand the comment of balance training mean is actually you're both rewarding and correcting. Why wouldn't you want to be? Well, the same reason why cults exist. That's why. And the pure positive movement, the force-free movement, the do-no-harm movement, they are a cult. They are literally a cult. And everything has to follow the cult rules. And nothing can deviate from it, even if it means the life of your dog. So people, then there's that phrase, you know, death before discomfort. People would rather put their dog down than apply a correction. Put the dog down before applying a correction. So I think it's, you know, pretty interesting that... Um, That whole, you say you love your dog, but you'd rather kill it than actually stop an unwanted behavior. That's really, really interesting. Mm. Next. Jason, follow-up question on six-month pup. Would you recommend a house lead on her until she gets through this bark and chase? Absolutely. Phase? I do have an e-collar, but I haven't finished the layering protocol. Well, but so for two things. Yes, put a leash on your dog around the house. Second of all, for the stopping of the barking, you don't need to layer. 
So no, she's blown off recall and running around. Oh, oh, my apologies. I think she said barking. Well, she barks and then like you know. Oh, 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 oh. The game. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I would just get your ass to up speed up on that training protocol so you can get to that. Yeah. Next. Caitlin, she won't go in a kennel. She can tear it apart. No, she'll go in. Thank you. Caitlin, she'll go in the kennel and she won't tear it apart. We have a recipe for everything. Okay. Got it. Cakes. Eh, not that good at getting a dog to shut up and lie down in a crate, not tear it apart. Real good at it. So what do you do? With a dog that won't get in a crate, we actually have case study number two on um, our academy. We had a dog that wouldn't get in a crate, and it would attack its owner for trying to put it in a crate. And guess what? That dog went in a crate on command less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Less than five minutes. All documented. Can do a console with me. I'll show you how to do it. Tearing it up, remote collar, try to tear up this crate. It's going to suck. So we have a recipe for fixing every problem there is. Why? Because we've done it so many times that we can, it's almost like clockwork. And I would say that a lot of this stuff we say is white paintbrush strokes comments because it works on most dogs obviously there's troubleshooting that you have to do with some dogs we do it too but a lot of the stuff that we see it's just all just same stuff different dog next caitlin already read that uh kehow aloha jeff and joelle oh aloha how's oahu treating you Laura, I've been doing zigzag walks with my spatially unaware dog. He's getting the hang of it. And he's also getting the no chasing cats thing. Good. I also get more of a workout in the process. Win-win. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you can also start doing spatial pressure for your dog. I think that's what we told her to do. To do, um, to get more spatial awareness. Yep. Hard Knocks Canine, could you please tell me the website that you recommend for ivermectin? Um. Will you you talk for a little bit? Sure. I'm pretty sure it's called heartwormprevention.com. Damien says, thanks for your content. Hello from Argentina. Oh, hi, Damien. And hello, Argentina. That's pretty cool. Jeff's getting the website. Do you want me to link it? Yeah, just link it. Heartwormprevention.com. That's where we get our ivermectin for the dogs. It's kind of glary. I don't think they can see that that good. That's all the questions for right now. Because you didn't rant a lot tonight. We got through everything. I thought I was ranting. No, not really. I thought you, you were giving me a hard time about something earlier. No, just your sarcasm. It was like on another level. Like you're, It wasn't even sarcasm. It was like salty. Like a potato chip. <laughs> yeah, it was like beyond sarcasm. Salty like movie theater popcorn. Oh, Jason said, thanks, Jeff. And Joelle was right. Pup gets the zoomies and barks and wants to play instead of listen. Yeah. So, and it's cute. See, that's the problem. A lot of these bad behaviors with they dogs, they start out really cute. Mm-hmm. And But let me give you an example of something that starts out cute that turned into a fucking shit show. And we fixed it in minutes at the Providence Seminar. Is you're hugging your spouse and your dog comes between the two of you and literally just walks between the two of you. Oh my God, the dog wants love and affection. We had a couple that came to our Providence seminar. She had two English Spaniels, Mm, Spanish Spaniels, two of them that they, the husband could not hug the wife for years. It's bad. The husband could not sit down on the same piece of furniture. He couldn't even go into the basement. He couldn't walk down into the basement if she was down there in her home office. And I bet you it started out as cute. We fixed that in less than five minutes. And they hugged right at the seminar for the first time in the presence of their dogs in years. All documented on video. 
See, that's another thing. I don't just talk. It's all documented. And I, we, we fixed it in front of a crowd of people. We didn't take them away and hide anything. We literally demoed how we fixed it in front of everybody. That's one thing about my seminars. It's all done live in front of everybody. Everything I do. Everything I do. We have questions now. Next. Kay House said it's hot and caught COVID. So plus missed my travels to Florida. You were supposed to be here? Who's that? Damn, that's Kehau in Hawaii. Oh. Well, it's hot there too. How hot is it there? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're leaving Hawaii to come to Florida? Damn. Hawaii is pretty nice. Yeah. Laura, the zigzag walks are the follow-up to the spatial pressure I've been doing. Ah. Following me as a default. Got it. That's good. Good for you. Hard Knocks K9 said, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. K-How said, you guys are doing awesome. I'm so glad I caught this live. Thank you. Thanks, K-How. You're doing great, too. Uh, Kim said, salty like a dog. Yeah, salty dog. Salty old sailor. Is that a bar? Laura, I think it's a brewery. Salty dog brewery, maybe. Isn't it a logo? That's a black dog. Laura, which is a win, and he's beginning to avoid the cats. Awesome. Kiki, rephrasing my question. My dog is running away fast on leash on walks when he sees reactive right, dogs. Right. So what you do is make sure you've got a default heel and then don't and then correct the dog for breaking the heel. Okay. And a lot of people say, well, the dog's afraid. You're not correcting the fear. You're correcting the dog coming out of heel position. Next. David, will y'all have any seminars in Georgia or Tennessee? Well, this year we're taking seminars off, except for we've got our Mastermind seven-day seminar. We have a Leech Reactivity in Providence seminar. In uh, Mastermind is in October. Leech Reactivity is in July. But normally we do 26 seminars a year. But this year I actually took off of seminars. Why? Literally, after seven or eight years on the road, I decided, I decided to take a break. And we he's are taking a break. We, we, well, from seminars. Yeah. So, um, he's learning how to relax though. You're doing great. Thanks. So, but Hey Ange, Hi. um, but, um, what the fuck? Well, I got turned pink all of a sudden. I, I think it's been pink the whole time. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's what she said. So I think that, um, we'll start them up again in 2023. So we'll probably do them in cities that we did extremely, extremely well in, um, in the past, you know, few years. Next. Jasmine, getting a puppy next year, eight, eight was old tips for preventing reactivity in breeds that are oh eight weeks old tips for preventing reactivity in breeds that are predisposed to it. What dog, what breed is predisposed to reactivity? Name me one breed. Dogs are, there's not a breed of dog that's, it's predisposed to reactivity. Okay. What's the Latin word for canine something is predisposed to reactivity. Dogs in general are predisposed to reactivity. No breed. So you can stop it in any breed. Next. Jason, I'm sure it's hilarious to an observer, but it pisses me off being outsmarted by a puppy and they're uncatchable when they want to be. Yep. They are so fast. I think you should make those into reels and monetize it. TikTok videos. Should. And um, you should definitely just download some popular music that's trending and just have some fun with it. Have somebody film you and have some fun with it. Next. Jace, since we're out of question, Odin, the GSD that went to the mastermind that wouldn't stop squeaking, has successfully walked past dogs with minimal nonsense, making progress. Good for you. Awesome. Congratulations. Katrina, Joelle, you recently mentioned on the behavioral podcast how your dog chews or did chew up shoes when you were not home. How do you set your dog up for failure to help correct him to not chew up shoes by the front door when you're not home? Well, you no, he's never done, I said he's never done that. But if he did, I would just set him up. But my dogs never did that but because... How would you set him up? First of all, you should be creating your dog. Yeah, I created them too as puppies. Right, so. but how would you set it up? I would just put a shoe on the floor. Wait till the dog... Wait till the dog even goes to sniff it and they'd get a correction on the remote collar. No, would make, just make, make the shoes hot. Make the shoes hot. Make it suck to approach shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Riley... 
Um, I don't know if this is what the other person was talking about, but my dog now runs away as we pass dogs on the leash. I'm pretty sure it's because I'm underwhelming him and need to amp up his e-collar correction. He used to be reactive, but then after beginning to address it, it changed to trying to escape the situation ASAP because he can't handle it mentally. So, or you went too high too quick, or you didn't remote cower heel train the dog. That's... Yeah, now he sounds like he's just avoiding them. Right. So, any follow-up on that? Well, he might be avoiding, trying to avoid the stim. So, you, you've got to... You, there, there's a there's a bunch of different well not a bunch of different approaches but there's could be there could be a, a couple of reasons why your dog is doing that but they all can be stopped by teaching a good remote collar heel next Jason do you have an opinion on harness I didn't find anything from you on that they, I, they fucking suck I think I've said that many times um, unless you want to do search and rescue odor work. Um, weight pull, stability work for a service dog. Yeah. I'm not a fan of harnesses. Next. I don't know who this is. What are you talking about? Who is this? Who? You don't know who Ted Nugent is? No. Are you fucking serious? I have no idea. You don't know who Ted Nugent is? <laughs> because Jason said, I describe you as the Ted Nugent of trainers. I hope that doesn't offend. <laughs> No. Who the hell is he? Doesn't offend me. Just, just you know. Who is he? Is he like, is he like sarcastic like you or something? He's a musician. Well, I see that, but why are you being compared to him? I don't know. What's his personality like? I don't know. I've only heard. I've heard a bunch of interviews with him. Okay. Um, you, you can jump on YouTube and watch. Listen to his. You got to listen to his current interviews. His current ones. Got it. Yeah. He's a lot of these guys have changed. Well, a lot of these guys didn't even talk about this stuff back when they were actually making a lot of music. He lives on a huge property. Yeah, he hunts. He, like, he looks kind of crazy. What does he do? What does he sing? <laughs> music. But like what kind? <laughs> like rock or something? Rock. Rock and roll. He's one of the rock and roll guys. Probably something I would never listen to. That's why. Maybe, Heather. Maybe. When training in public, I'm concerned with using the e-collar because my dog yelps. I know you probably don't care what people think, but I don't want someone reporting me for animal abuse or verbally accosting me. Advice? Well, they, 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 they can report you for animal abuse, but it can't be. But you're not abusing your dog. See, that's the thing. Now, if you live in a country where remote collars are illegal, yes, you can get in trouble. But using a remote collar on your dog... And you give it a correction and it just yelps is not um, abuse. If it's an abuse, then every vet needs to be charged with abuse. Every groomer needs to be charged with abuse. And it's, it's not anti-groomers. Okay? But dogs yelp all the time. And as far as somebody verbally accosting you, there's a, there's a wonderful term called fuck off that you can say. All right. You can also try get the fuck out of my face. You can also try that one too. But Solid. I like I like fuck off because that one is it's more precise, concise, and it takes a lot less effort. And I want to spend as minimal effort on assholes um, um, uh, uh, as possible. As possible. Not in the bedroom, but on the street. Next. Oh my God. Deanna, my puppy is super compliant on the on the drugs from having surgery. He has to be mellow <laughs> for a couple of weeks, so he's on meds. Have you found that dogs are on autopilot when medicated? Yeah, I mean, you got to watch out when your dog's on meds because especially if you've got stairs and certain things like that. I think, I mean, just think about it. Your dog is semi-sedated, I would imagine. I imagine that's the kind of meds that it's on if it's calm. It's in a, in a, if, if you have a trained dog or even an untrained dog that's sedated, yeah, it's probably going to be like technically an angel. You know, it's like a super stone dog. Next. Laura said, hi, Angelo. Hi. He said, hi. And he's so loving, wave. for anybody that wants to know, he's loving camp. Today was day three. It's he already you, has three best friends, I asked him. So today it's like, Three. He's I, got a posse. I went to pick him up, and he's like hugging everybody goodbye. Aww. And I'm like, then I, 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 I asked him. I said, like, do you ask first before you like? Because some kids don't want to be hugged. They don't like that in that closeness, that interaction. 
let alone from a little little guy. But he's a hug. He's a hugger. You know, he's a very lo- he's a very loving guy, and he's got a lot of emotional intelligence. That's like the, one of the after I picked him up the first day, they're like, "My gosh, you're so well spoken." <laughs> like, yeah, just don't get into any political discussions with him. My God, <laughs> he'll go. He's he's got his own views on politics. Next, okay. How plans were to visit hubby's family, but for their health and safety, we stayed home. Sucks right now. It's probably 84 with 50 percent humidity. It's like 90 percent humidity here. And like 85 as well. It was, it was 91 tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. It's hot here. It is hot yeah. here, K-How. Yeah. But I'll take it over snow. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. The house is at 79 degrees, and I'm like, ooh, it's cold in here, Jeff. <laughs> I just can't handle the cold anymore. That's what so makes it – that's what make, That's why I get weirded out by – So I, mean, I own – such a soft person I own now. investment properties down here, and it's like people are like we – have a, we, have a, we have the thermostats locked at 74. Mm-hmm. Because if – because people come in and they jack the thermostats down into like the 60s and then the units freeze. It's like, oh, you, now you guys got no air conditioner, you know? So in 74 to me, like when it's 95 outside with humidity and you're inside a home without sun and there's ceiling fans everywhere and there's air conditioning and it's a 20 to sometimes 25 degrees dip in temperature plus you've got ceiling fans and there's no sun and there's no humidity like that's enough mm-hmm. you don't need to go below 74 yeah but because it's the units are not like they, a lot of these units they can't handle it next david said ha 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 that's what she said so my best bet i assume is the green to graduate course that is a wonderful course correct Veronica finally got the Dane out of the car, luring with a water dish. She tripped a few times in the front yard. I can't blame her for being scared to jump a 110-pound body out when she knows she's wonky. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. So now you can sleep in your own house. Jasmine, tips for preventing it? I want to start as soon as possible, but not sure where to start. Do you have a socialization protocol for puppies eight-plus weeks? Yeah, we do, but this is the thing. This is the big Las Vegas gamble. You can have the most incredible dog in the world, well-trained, well-socialized, confident. That dog hits a year old. Yep. Everything changes. Everything. Or a dog attacks it, and now you suddenly have a reactive dog on your hands, and when you did everything right. Yep. Yep. That, that dog in Las Vegas, I think I, someone mentioned about the dog in Las Vegas in one of the comments. Jason did, yeah. Yeah. Do we get to it yet? No. Oh, what did he say? He just said, Ted is a no-nonsense dude, outspoken, et cetera. Jeff's Vegas video with the bonker was what made me think that versus all the positively only afraid to say dogs need correction types. Oh, yeah. So that dog in Vegas is a service dog, and it's actually has incredible public access. It is a Pyrenees, which is a big dog. And it is very well behaved and trained until it was attacked. And then it became dog reactive to the point where it would pull its owner out of her wheelchair and flatten her face. Mm -hmm. And she came down from Salt Lake City all the way to Las Vegas, literally for me to fix the problem. And I did. And actually, there's photos of that dog lying down next to 20 other dogs. And people obviously the edited video instead of the 20 minute long one that has got a great narrative to it um, makes it look like I'm just hitting a dog sitting there, you know, next, which I really don't give a fuck about. I don't care about any of this shit. All this hate. It's like, whatever. Heather said, you're the best. Mandy said, you go Angelo. Nice. K-House, what is your take on training a pup with being recently diagnosed with hip dysplasia? Ooh. Mm. Well, you have to train the dog anyway. The big thing is, do you keep the dog? How bad is the hip dysplasia? That sounds like it's probably one of our client dogs. Yeah. Because hip dysplasia in a, in from a puppy, <sighs> I ain't going to get any better usually. It might. I'm sure there's ways, but that's information I don't know about. But we've we've had some German Shepherds come in that were under a year old mm-hmm. that were really messed up. And already had surgeries and stuff too. I would be like, 
wow, you're going to really struggle through life. It's going to be a very painful life for you. Next. That's 704. Um, KO mm. said, <clears throat> heard by a few people, Florida is burning up more than Hawaii. Stay cool as best as you can there. I don't think I would have been able to handle the heat in my condition. It's funny because I was doing a um, – I do my phone calls outside to, to, to you know, to clients, to people that, you know, inquire about training. And I'm was talking to a person and just about – they're thinking about moving into – and I'm like, yeah, I'm down in Florida now and it, underneath my lanai, five feet from my swimming pool, talking to you on the phone. It's a pretty fucking cool concept. Mm. yeah sure is yeah it's nice laura said joelle side eye when jeff is dropping f-bombs well i drop probably more f-bombs than he does yeah i mean i just give him side eyes all the time yeah it's more about just giving me side eyes all the time i mean my f-bombs don't surprise her that's no, for sure not at all and it's you know what's really funny it's usually when he makes jokes about anal that'll get a side eye yeah that's that's your that's a like that's a, that's a trigger for you yeah uh, all that anal talk. Mm, I think trigger. I think um, we'll just make one more comment and then we're going to close the show up because it's late. So Angelo is in this room right now. And I've been swearing the whole show. And I swear a lot. Um, and I trust me, I know how to speak proper English as well. Um, but I'm just passionate as fuck and the F word comes out of my mouth a lot. And um, when I'm with my folks, I try not to because my mother hates it. But I've been known to fuck up a little bit and <laughs> throws them out there. But the point being is, like, Angelo hears me talk. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, at nine years old, he doesn't swear at all. He doesn't even say words that sound like swears. He is very well-spoken, very polite. He's sarcastic like me. He has humor like me, but he doesn't have the potty mouth like me. The reason is, is because there's something called parenting out there. And all the folks out there that are like, I wish you didn't say fuck so much in your show because I'd like to watch this with my kids. I'm like, your kids can watch this show. You let your kids play video games killing people do your children read the newspaper do your children watch the news do your children go to the public school system i assure you those three things will harm your child more than jeff gelman saying fuck on a podcast and with that everybody have a fantastic evening love you guys so much love you all good night bye-bye